0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Energy. Johnny, the floor is yours. Too afraid to ask? Too lazy to Google? Welcome to no idea yet. I am today's host, Johnny. Welcome, Freddy. Hey. And Alistair. Hello there. To the show. Join us on a journey to find out how little we know. First we'll discuss a topic we may or may not think we know. Then we'll go away for a week to research it. We'll then discuss our findings and hopefully learn something along the way. They don't know what the topic is right now, but they soon will. This week's topic is na, 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 a vanity. Ooh. That's right, kids, you heard it, oh. vanity. Ooh. Aesthetics, looks, beauty, all the above, but relating to people on their faces mainly and bodies. <laughs> so I think this is one of the first things we ever talked about, and we, which kind of, we had the idea of like, oh, we should do a podcast. <laughs> and then, like, we we started voice messaging a few things about, like, um, really it was it was about hair and people's bodies and doing like what people's princes of where people like legs or armpits or not at all and then like you know as a guy um, I think it was under the pretense of somebody would have a girlfriend with hairy legs and what were somebody's thoughts about that and is it with anyone's place to ever say oh actually I prefer if you shaved your legs or not because it's really infringing on somebody's you know, personal body, isn't it? And it was a case of either you change or probably just leave the relationship, kind of thing. As in the guy. <laughs> yeah. um, wow. I was going to say, Ooh. how
2: did you scroll back like three years worth of conversations on our group chat to find this all? <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Oh, no, this really it's,
2: just... It really was. We literally talked about this in Spain, I feel like, like years ago.
1: But Yeah, no, because I remember I did a, a voice moment with Abby of me and her talking about her, we sent to you guys. Um, I remember. Yeah, so, so it's. The things I've put down are hair loss, makeup, beauty standards, anxiety, shaving legs, and for self or for others. So I guess the first thing I'll just focus on is, yeah?
0: Is this not, I mean, sorry if I'm getting this wrong though, this isn't, this all physical vanity. I swear there's other types, there's more to vanity, isn't there? Like this is, because you can't be like vain about other stuff. We just basically are we stick? Are we sticking? No, I, think, van- with I like... think it would
1: be pride, it would be yeah. different of where it's about other things. But vanity is something which is well. This would be the definition. Ooh, so here we go. Yeah. What do you think the definition of vanity is? To be vain. Is it actually I mean, only
2: physical? To be, hmm. Yes, to be skin and, deep beauty
1: and all that. And I think if it, you could even say, oh, maybe you could have a vain personality. It's still related and looks. Same with oh, tangent. But like, is Can your blind personal attractiveness? including related to charisma does charisma make you more physically attractive because it does because i guess you put you put two and two together when you when you see somebody's face you'd get a link between a positive emotion of them being funny or charismatic so every time you see them you're happy and therefore you link that look with a positive emotion therefore increasing attractiveness i mean spitball and yeah
0: but on the count on the counter side of that you got, like, people's incredible insecurities, despite themselves being conventionally very attractive on things like Instagram and stuff, right? And yet having Mm. absolutely no ego, uh, well, no, huge ego, but absolutely no charisma, like, crushingly. And then other people who are not conventionally or, I don't know, societally in our Western culture attractive, but actually are so charismatic. And that just makes them attractive. Like...
1: I think the the key word used there is conventionally attractive. And I you know, thought I think we mentioned it previously in the, in the marriage one about like looks and it. And you know, it's like what is your standard of beauty? Is it what everybody else says it is, or it ends up being a personal thing? And then it's not just the skin deep, but the the first thing I'll go to because there'll be lots of tangents is when somebody does. When they change their hair, when they put makeup on, when they shave the face, when they shave the legs, are they doing it for themselves or are they doing it for other people? For Alistair, what do what are your thoughts? Do you think when people do it, they're doing it for themselves or other people?
2: I I don't think the two have to be mutually exclusive. I, th- I think they can be can be both mm. potentially. What weighting but then would I you think, say? Yeah, I don't think it's a universal rule. As well, I, th- I think yeah, it could be it could be different for different different people. But um, I think. There is always an element... I think people, even when they say they don't care what other people think, I think most people do, to an extent. I think if you, if you mm. truly didn't animals. care what other people thought, you I don't know. I think you'd be... Not an unpleasant person. I, I don't think you'd be... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I said, like, I was to, yeah, we're social animals. I think that is, you know... It's just quite ingrained in us to, to care what other people think. And obviously, a lot of people say that far too far. You know, i guilty of that myself. But you know, like, caring too much what, what other people think of you. Especially, certainly when I was younger as well, it was, it was probably worse. But, yeah. You definitely... There's an element of that that, um, that i think will dictate people's actions to it uh, to quite a
0: large degree
1: mm. and uh, freddie for the the weighting of self vanity for yourself or for others
0: yeah well like um at first i mean i, I totally agree with what i said but like at first i was thinking oh right yeah i mean you always often you do stuff because it's for other people or like if you think it's for yourself maybe it is just for others but then i was thinking like if you when you're a kid and you see a cartoon character wear a cool bracelet. I watched this. Uh, there was the mummy and it was in the cartoon. This guy has like a bracelet thing. And I was like, that's so cool. And I really, really wanted a bracelet. And I felt yes, great and yes, cool the and powerful kids when I had a bracelet on. But then it's like, is that for other people? So I no I thought that was sick and I wanted a bracelet on, right? Like, So I feel like that. Like Was that the one where they could keep the yes, can move stuff
2: with... His, it was like a telekinetic bracelet, right? Yes. Yeah, I totally remember that.
1: that yeah, was great cast, in the yeah. film, it's just going to kill him, but in the comic book, it gives powers until it kills him, and it's sick.
2: Yeah, I don't so remember. What, it was and like the it thing like, he it stuck to his wrist. Used, it was like... I honestly... I yeah, it was stuck to his wrist. He said something, and I, I, mean, I, used, to, I used to say that, whatever it was. I like... <laughs> the, yeah, the, it was that like... That was great. And
0: was great. that's definitely a sense of you doing something just for yourself, right? Because I used to think that you couldn't. I used to think, oh, right, like... You only ever put a t-shirt on to convey some message to other people, like the color or the comfort, or that you don't care. Like trying to show that you don't care is a big part of some people's like what they mm. wear. So I'd say that it definitely depends on the person and the context. But yeah, I think fifty-fifty. Just like you, you do yeah. stuff to fit in with social norms, but you also do stuff because you like I guess, it. Yeah. I yeah, don't that's
2: know. A really good point about when we become sort of uh, we obviously are social creatures, but like. You just made me think there, but like I said, when you're a kid making these decisions, and obviously, Johnny, it'd be interesting to get your opinions as having you know being being a father of a young child because kids definitely aren't vain, right? You never you could never say a kid was vain like when they're like no, they're just selfish, <laughs> they're very <laughs> selfish. <laughs> but you know, they don't yeah. but so it'd be interesting to, like what age you really become. I I imagine it's probably like puberty, kind of, out of thought. Uh, I guess no, it's got to be before that. But be, yeah, you still you still because African. I'm in primary school trying to be yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah,
1: actually, actually, I, yeah, I think. Actually, think yeah. I think trying. you're right though I mean I said it jokingly about the selfish thing but I think it's when you actually start to empathise with others and understand that there is not just you in your head and kids will be selfish because they're just thinking about well what they're doing they're not really we'd think like oh you're being rude but it's because you're not aware of others necessarily and that, that concept of other you are know, like I know I'm in my head but I don't realise there's somebody else out there and I think when you learn that one you start to empathise with other people realise oh actually what my actions have consequences with other people, like maybe I hurt somebody, and the same thing of suddenly you're aware that somebody notices you and how you may affect them. So I feel, you know, as a kid, you're like, mm-hmm. cool. On the morning I saw that bracelet, I want to wear that bracelet. You don't care what the people think uh, necessarily, but you care what you like. And like Freddie said, you you want to buy a shirt the other day, and you're like I need to find what cool clothes are. You look for what's one fashion, and then you're looking through stuff. Like, no, this isn't right. This isn't right. And you go, wait till you find the thing that you like. And then you wear it and I guess part of that is like with anything, there's the shirts, like with anything of you're doing it but then you know you're having an effect on others and you hope that somebody else likes what you like. And I guess some people will dress for others where it's a case of they wear what's current, they don't really care, they make themselves like it if you know what I mean. Um, But I think that's not a majority I'd say, Um, maybe it's a fashion, whatever but yeah.
0: Well, there's also been sorry just the tiniest tangent is there is also a part of fashion of like where you really like you think it you really like fashion for the sake of fashion which I, there's not many people who are like this but those that are really like care and find certain things so cool or like brands or the way that people make things or the new designers do stuff and it's like holy crap this is a complete other part of clothing that most people aren't part of where it's just like that it's like you know someone who really is into cars and like gets a car specifically because of the way it is and the what it does and the performance more so than like the brand name or something and when you talk to those people you're like oh man there is so much more fashion than i would mm. ever know and if i saw you in the street i might just think oh you're just posing or oh you're just trying to look cool or even you look awful but actually they've got huge reasoning behind it <laughs> madness mm. whereas i just put a t-shirt jeans
1: it's like high fashion isn't it when you see it on like the catwalks and like what on earth are they wearing and I think sometimes it'd be case, it's, it's not because, yeah, the whole ensemble may, is super over the top. Part of it is because it's art. And the second part is that there'll be one item of clothing on there, or maybe a little thing, like an essence, that will then become into the mainstream. Or it's like, yeah, they had this huge, like, huge hair, they had huge shoes, they had huge whatever, but part of the skirt, maybe like the pleating on it, maybe the style, the pattern, that is then, like, trickled down into, like, modern fashion, which is actually. I'd say usable in the sense of, for the day-to-day, average Joe Bloke person, or bloke
0: Average Bloquet. Joe bloke <laughs> Okay, what's, what's your next question? Not I'm curious. Yeah.
1: So, the, one thing would be, I'm trying to decide, I'll, I'll say for the hair side of the difference between. So, for men, the, the only thing we have to shave, really, well, I, I'd say is socially acceptable thing to really... To assume, a job can assume that you'd want you to shave. Like being in the army on the middle when the fire service, you're not allowed to grow a beard. Most of the time, have short hair. Um, that's just, the, apart from, I met somebody who's it used to be in the fire um, service, and he's retired now. And he's actually, he was the first person to have it allowed that men were able to have long hair in the fire service. Because it wasn't allowed, they used to have short hair. Then he had a massive ponytail. And it's something like the 70s or 80s, because women started joining the fire service. Um, and it's like, well, why can't men have long hair? So then he grew his hair out and made a stand, and then it's actually changed the regulations towards it because they're like, well, yeah, women can have long hair in the fire service, so technically men can as well. I, I, but I, but the, um, so the, the facial it's
2: like super practical because the gas masks don't fit otherwise, right? <laughs> Something really yeah, practical like that. Yeah, yeah, it, t- yeah.
1: <laughs> so, the long hair is different, but yeah, yeah the face. Yeah, yeah. And for. I guess that's one thing of guys can be assumed to shave the face and as a more of a societal norm and for women to shave their body you know for your legs armpits whatever but there's that difference of where i think for women it's a lot more personal for shaving body parts or feeling you know chatting to some uh, women would be like you know if they don't shave they feel and if they're not covered up then it's a really embarrassing thing whereas for a guy if you're just a bit Scraggly in the beard, you're like, Oh, you're a bit scraggly, you need to shave, mate, but it's not a really a big thing. Whereas I think it's almost like a taboo for women. So I guess it's your thoughts on the difference between that and where it kind of, what should and shouldn't be, if you know what I mean. So for like, like say, shaving legs, do you think that should be a standard for women, for instance? No,
2: I don't, de- no I don't think definitely, <laughs> you, know, you shouldn't be, anyone, anyone who doesn't want to, because there's no making, enforcing them. I think again, when we free don't the, don't the follicles. The balls, it was, you know, it was like everybody's going to have it. It's quite a binary thing. You either do like that or you don't like that. And obviously, I think you know, you definitely risk it's I very much agree with the whole argument about someone's body, they can do whatever they want. You know, to turn back to our sort of meat mech argument, you know, you're renting your body, sure, but it's yours, so you could do it. Like, you're renting it apart from from the, you know, apart from what you could do with it. That's more the homeowner side of it. You can, you know, it's you know, viral, terrible, terrible analogy. Um, to actually answer your question I yeah obviously uh, yeah, people can do whatever they want they, they, the, the social norms tie people down to these or, you know, trying to make people subscribe to these various standards of beauty I think has a detrimental effect on a lot of places in society that being said I am quite vain and <laughs> I do know what I would like and what I would well, not I, therefore I, I would make I guess choices based on based on those kind of decisions about what I do and don't like as it were so I mean I would never sell someone, Oh, you'd have to just take shaving list for example, right? I, like when you when you when you wait shave your face, right? It just feels nice. I guess for me, I think that's 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 the thing. But so you yeah.
1: allowed a personal preference, aren't you? So, yeah. like so for, I think you're allowed a personal preference.
2: Way. But it's yeah, yeah, but it's kind of that whole thing of like, well, and if you, like I say, I think if you if you're in a relationship and then your partner would like, okay, well, what does my partner prefer? I, I would like to do that. as, like a nice thing for them. Then that's fine, of course. I think yeah. that's like a win-win almost, but. Yeah, it's it, obviously if you're if you're trying to if you if you're going around telling people oh you need to shake your legs because it's disgusting with your hair legs. I think it's yeah, that
1: yeah. thing yeah. of being being aware of like, whatever somebody does you know like you're allowed to do whatever you want but you've got to be aware that when you do that, people will react to you in a certain way. So like me and Freddie both grow a hair really long, and like, you know <laughs> when I was in year seven year seven and eight, which is what like. T- 13, 14. No, I was, was from primary school. I had long hair. I had long hair down to my shoulders. I was called a girl all the time. And I don't know why I even had long hair, but it's a case of. And the same way I remember once I went to. So I come from like a small market town. Um, I went to the market town and I was wearing a poncho. And this is, I come from uni. We used to wear it like in, like in Manchester casually. Obviously, people were probably still looking at me then, but I remember walking in to go to the pub with my mates wearing a poncho and somebody looked at me. Like, there was a, about three people in their 40s 50s they looked over and kind of gave a bit of a weird look and then my my initial thought in my head was like oh why they why are they looking me so stupid you know i'm just wearing well they should be judging me kind of thing but then i realized wait no for me to be aware i'm in a small market town of where people are pretty like standard if you know what i mean me wearing a poncho is something to be noticed whereas you go to a city and it's not at all so i guess it's it's being aware the listeners you can just do whatever you bear wearing. in
0: mind that this is not a poncho as in a waterproof coat. <laughs> this is, oh, this no, is no, a poncho he's... as in like giant, like <laughs> Latin American style, <laughs> like carpet,
1: <laughs> all grey. So it's not like the cliche. It's a very traditional you town. You only
0: wear a barber
2: jacket. And if you weren't wearing a barber jacket, then they would they would you know you'd be skulled out. <laughs> That's yeah. really funny.
1: But yeah, it's, and I think as well, I'll, I'll, your thoughts on this, Freddie, as I, I'll change a bit of. So. Have you watched Evan Almighty, you guys? Um, the sequel yeah. to Bruce terrible Almighty. Version. Terrible version. Terrible version of, yeah. version of Bruce Almighty. Yeah. Terrible film compared to Bruce Almighty. And the same with The Santa Claus, the Christmas film. Both of those films, you have the two main protagonists end up having their beards grow out of control with no, not able to do anything about it. And both times they oh, work, yeah. go to their business job... And they're like shunned because of it. Because it's like, why have you got a beard? You should be clean shaven. It's a bit different now. But even if you have an unkept beard and long scraggly hair, you can bet you're not going to get a job when you go to an interview. So it's, I think, different. But then again, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, totally. A lot of cultures where you don't cut your hair or your beard. So with that, it's kind of like, and the same for women. I could imagine if you went to an interview and you had, uh, skirt on, and then you hand shaved your legs. It was something that somebody picked up. It could be something which harmed your chances of a- applying for a job, effectively, because people make those kind of people, decisions you know, on things. random things.
2: Whether it's right or wrong about is people are going to make like them regardless of whether it's right or wrong. Right? Like you know, yeah. So you know, I think we're a long way off from having people just like be completely accepting of everyone without even thinking about it you know you know what i mean like you mm. you, still, yeah, you, you, you think you think and then you you are behaving in an appropriate way for you know for the situation if, but if your mum
0: never shaved yeah if your mum never shaved her legs and you were used to that at home then maybe you wouldn't see it but then you mm. would, would see if you saw maybe you'd think it was funny if guys had short hair cuz your dad always had long hair and he hang out with a lot of long-haired biker guys like you know like you 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 get prejudices from the minute you're born and they stick with you, mm. and you can recognize them, or you can not. But I mean, okay, okay. I pose a question to both of you, but actually, Alistair, since you picked up on like personal preference, does it bother you if a woman has hair on her arms? No. 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 It right? Bother me? No. I know women who shave their arms.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, what a faff!
0: Like, and it's like, wow, I wouldn't well, even consider that as a thing. <laughs> Well, wow, I mean, I'm not saying about ease of access, I'm just saying, like, it's a, it's a thing that, to them, <laughs> is something they want to do, and I'm like, wow, I wouldn't, I didn't even, until I spoke to them, I didn't even think that was a thing that people did, I didn't even consider it, right? And it's all, right. it's all did just say, society, think, isn't
2: it? We could do a whole episode on things we don't realise women do, that we were like, yeah. whoa! <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, that we are so privileged. Privilege. <laughs> yeah, we are so
0: privileged, wow. Man. We're definitely going to have to have an episode, <laughs> but now it's, no, vanity. We got... <laughs> now we got vanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, to, I, I... Answer, to answer Johnny's question, what was it? Oh, um, oh growing beards and problems and work. Yeah. yeah so... I mean, like, it's society, isn't it? Like, uh, we're born in a society, we're in a society, and the society's rules change over time because now it's kind of okay to have tattoos. I saw I saw police officers with tattoos. I was like, oh, crap, that definitely wasn't allowed when I was younger. Like, and mm. now you can have tattoos and piercings and sh- stuff, like, yeah. stuff changed to it
1: the last thing as well I'll say is uh, I think it's I remember my friend at work he's got a daughter who is 12 well she thinks 13, 14 now um, but at the time she was 12 and then he got really annoyed because at her because on her not annoyed at her but more of a case of suddenly aware of something which you've never been realised been aware of before and on her Instagram she liked a photo of her friend who was in a bikini in like whatever luring pose and whatever and then I think his daughter had put on oh you look beautiful and liked the photo and this was a and he showed me the picture and he without any context said how old do you think she is and I was like I don't know, 16 or 18 it's like no she's 12 and like that whole thing of that kind of trickle down thing for like you know and I'm not trying to make a point to blame things or anything like that but do you like love island media beauty standards the kind of instagram all these things of beauty standards put onto us which are slowly filtering down to a younger and younger age and over sexualizing but i think the biggest from that and as we were saying previously is anxiety and you know that kind of social pressure so i guess it's any thoughts you have towards of like do you think you know love island is one thing they really highlight the fact of Every day you see them getting ready in the morning they don't look perfect in the morning you see these makeup routines and i think it was somebody who was autistic saying they really liked watching it because they realized that they saw the routine of other people and they started from regular looking people to you know model looking people and you it wasn't a case of, always of that always br- photo like airbrushed and so the one side is like oh it's all vain and whatever the other side is actually no you're seeing real people living the normal lives well inverted commas normal you have nothing um, to talk about but from... fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i guess what are your guys thoughts for are we getting into a new age of like acceptance or and you know, like you can do what you want to be do whatever and like look how you want to look or are we actually going more into a heavily like standardized beauty thing where everyone's anx- anxious about either looking beautiful like the in magazines or looking like a random you know like whatever style you're into so is it a case of we're getting better with acceptance or we're getting worse and there's a way more anxiety
2: i think this could be directly right. plotted against how many filters are on snapchat so i think it's getting, <laughs> it's getting worse <laughs> yeah. uh, no I, I think obviously yeah the the unrealistic beauty standards thing is is a huge problem and especially for younger people like you know teenagers and obviously like they like say it's getting younger which is like, you know clearly a bad thing I, I, I don't i don't i don't know if there are many, many people arguing that that's that's a good thing but yeah um yeah, I definitely. Yeah, the, the unrealistic beauty standard. I think it's something that when you're insecure, when you got got insecure about about X, Y, and Z, anyway, and then to have all these, you know, it's like that compounded with this whole, you know, this is this, this is what you should look like. This is, this is beautiful, you know. So mm. I could I can I could see, I could see wow. that playing heavily mm. into a lot of sort of mental illness and all, all sorts of. They, you know, but do
0: you think it's wild, like just to add to the like the issues of what you're saying, unrealistic beauty standards? Is like. Like not, they're not getting unrealistic to the point now that where, you know, where people like starve themselves or uh, even had you know, plastic surgery to, to physically alter how they looked. It's getting to the point that you have high levels of technology that can live change what you look like hmm. and you can broadcast oh. that as if it's you, which is madness. Like it's so unrealistic that you can have people whose heads are wider than their own hips <laughs> like you know and <laughs> pretending that that's themselves but then i don't know if like i don't know if actually we've already maybe we've just always had crazy vanity it's just that like it's we've got better, showing got right? a new form it's just showing i don't know they're so like,
2: expressing it now here yeah.
0: like what yeah, okay got more i got a question avenues. for you what gives validation to vanity before technology and stuff right it was people saying that you look good right Finding a, a husband, score, finding, yeah. a... finding a partner. <laughs> it's <Wait, laughs> a someone down. At the, yeah, down at the, okay. I guess catcalls actually. Yeah, in that sense, like, oh, something weird. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because no, no, likes no, no, on Instagram because... when you get catcalled by builders and trucks, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's no, every girl's dream. Of course, that's what I'm getting at. Is that maybe catcalls was the most extreme form that you could get, like not in necessarily a good way. That is now being multiplied by 10 million at his Instagram likes. Mm. Uh, like
1: also, also if you got uh, catcalled in the street a great I think it's Dave oh, was it Dave Chappelle or was it um I think it's Dave Chappelle he he had a, a this a bit and he's saying like um he did a comedy gig for some like a gang effectively and he got like paid in cash. Just given to him, like here you go, and then he's like, right. So now he's got like a wad of like a couple thousand in his jacket, and he's like walking home, and he's like, oh man, I've got this really precious thing. I've got to try hide, and like everyone's like looking at everyone, like is this? Are they looking at me? Are they going to be getting this? Getting the training, you're, like you're constantly looking around and being like, oh man, somebody wants what I got, and you know I've got to be careful of it. You get home, lock the door, and you're, like oh phew quickly, uh, and and that's probably how women feel most of the time. <laughs> you know, just the idea <laughs> oh, of like, no. but I think yeah, we d- it definitely come from that. Say before like that. I idea of a, a guy privilege of there's a lot of things you don't worry about like walking home from a night out your worst fear is maybe getting mugged but i think that's less of a scary thought as a guy than it is for a woman
0: well okay can like tying this together with the subject like how conflicting must it be in your head where huge part of your social animal brain wants to look as best as possible because you know mates and mates as in friends and mates as in mating and then the other part of you is paranoid that someone might literally come for you <laughs> in, a, in a physical way and you don't want that like the conflicting views in your head must be like painful because you want to ex- show yourself off because like it isn't, we are naturally showy-offy animals not that everyone is, does it to the same degree but at the same time we're also very aggressive animals <laughs> like wow we have evolved in some interesting like, ways yeah, you, you can see you can see why alcohol smooths out
2: <laughs> why people would want to drink right but yeah. Yeah, that, that is actually, I, I hadn't really given full thought to that the, how the, the, the sheer dichotomy of that is actually quite that crazy in it to be fair so
1: yeah I think as well for everyone you always want because there's oh we're watching Gogglebox and there's a sh- new show called about it's called Secret Crush and it's where somebody there'll be somebody and they get called up by the, the show and say like right we've got a secret crush who wants to meet you in person do you want to come on the show and then you'll meet them as somebody who's fancied you and it could be somebody from high school you know like so you, somebody you know 10 years ago and they're like oh he's had a crush on you and now they're having a random date effectively so they meet up so, one person knows it, the other person doesn't. Do you understand the idea?
0: Uh, yeah, but now I'm thinking, like, could it be anyone? Like, what if you just fancied someone that you don't really know? One,
1: one example was, it was a it was a girl who, uh, she'd worked in Spain in an Irish bar, and the secret crush was somebody who'd worked there as a musician at the same time in the bar, and he had a secret crush on her, and then so they did the whole meet thing. And it's always one of those things of, you always, as with any beauty thing that you do, you're always wanting to, like having good bait for a fish you want a certain type of fish you know if you get the wrong fish you're like i'm gonna throw it in the water and everyone... it's like secret i think everyone's be great analogies with johnny <laughs> <laughs> but you know the thought of the woman she went in the show they clearly weren't matched at all you know he was very much kind of out out of his league um and it's that thought of you go in the show being like is it going to be my romeo and you're like no, no, unfortunately no, trust not, me, it's
2: not. <laughs> I can tell you that before you also, How do they even do the research for that show? Like, like the, the guy because yeah I had a crush on a woman 10 years ago, I'd like you to find her, track her down for me and put the two of us meeting <laughs> on television yeah, That sounds like a great idea like, why, why not? Fund our resources and do, you know, stop your...
0: Or what oh, if it's even worse good. They're just like, oh yeah I fancy someone Here's their details Here's their. <laughs> I, this. Or, I haven't actually spoken to them in 10 years but I have everything I know all of their friends' names <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jesus.
1: Yeah. oh yeah but um i'll uh, start to wrap up so some of the questions i'm gonna ask because it really thinking what questions can you ask is how much do we spend like i want to say probably i'll probably focus mainly me on the uk you can do the world as well and the things you could focus on are makeup surgery and the gym yeah something we didn't touch on more is actually physical body mods oh, in the yeah. way of physical exercise that you're doing it You know, I think a lot of guys do it for themselves or to impress other guys most of the time (laughs) with the idea they're impressing women, but not really. Anyway, so makeup, surgery, gym. How much do we spend, like, in a year? What's the industry? Like, how much? And also, any new, like, conditions from social media related? Because, you know, when the Truman Show came out, they have a new disorder, like mental disorder, where people think they're in the Truman Show, and it, the, the whole all reality is based on them. Because of that film, they've been to de- be able to describe new mental disorders related to it. I don't know, like you've had some things of like severe addiction of like selfies, or is it, it was it, of some like fourteen-year-old kid who's taking like what was it, like three hundred selfies a day or something, and like constantly it was a thing of they're not right, they're not right, and like this horrible like negative uh... feedback uh, loop
0: okay can i can i pose a question for the next half is like i want you to i'm going to think about it to just think about what you do that's vain like maybe have a little self discovery or maybe not
1: i have a mustache right now Uh, pretty vain about that (laughs) is that vanity (laughs) Um, it's me it it looks that good man (laughs) (laughs) it's me trying to feel
2: valid in myself um, so those was used of being called a girl. I was like, no man, I'll show <laughs> you. So now I'm a girl with a mustache. I'm going <laughs> to have a son with a, with a wife. Who's <laughs> <laughs> a girl? Tonight there. I'm a girl with a mustache. A father. Oh, oh,
1: father. <laughs> oh. oh dear, that's funny. No, It's, it's definitely like, a, I'm losing my hair, so I'll see what other hair I can grow and try and make something out of it. <laughs> <laughs> try and make something out of it. It's literally like... A little do like, a palm, just... like growing, gro-
0: growing, some hair on the side. <laughs> just making
2: stuff. Oh, it's all about the percentage of your body that's covered in hair, mate. It doesn't matter where it is, really. It's all about it, you yeah. That's true. My oh, yeah. A unibrow is just as attractive as two, two yeah. eyebrows and a mustache, of course. Oh, oh. No, it's, it's very interesting. So I, 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 yeah, I, I enjoy that. There one. you go. Um, I really we can
1: look up some uh, beauty faux pas. Do you? Know, the kind of think of like in the past. We'd like. I feel the seventies seemed like a wild ride of like what people used to wear and like mul- you know, like the eighties had mullets and the kind of people who were balding and they just had really long hair on the sides and that was and big glasses and that seemed okay. Um that's yeah.
0: Yeah, confidence. But okay, yeah. cool. I like that half.
1: Same. So, Alright, it is recorded.
0: do you need to like sign off? Like join us the Oh yeah,
1: um, I need to end this. Um you're listening to us now, and this is going to be the end of the show. Uh, so, we're going to be away for a week. <laughs> You're going to be I'm here for a seconds it's, it <laughs> it's the end of this part of the show. It's the end of it for us. It's just the start of it. I'm actually, halfway for you. Oh my uh, so, I can start again. That was <laughs> the worst <laughs> outro I've ever heard <laughs> we in 21 I'm digging episodes. This hole. This. And if I keep digging, it gets to the other side. You dig down far enough and you start going up. <laughs>
2: crampied yourself twice and it was still wrong <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, like, well, yeah. Um, okay. yeah. Uh, see you in a week we'll see you in two seconds uh, thanks goodbye it's, it's the end of the now. show for us
0: and you and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it's I it's am that's well, no, the beginning <laughs> for you oh no it is <laughs>
1: gas. And Freddie just left. Oh dear, it's not very good. I would like you to welcome us back to the second part of the show. We've We're been waiting. talking about.
2: We're listening. Welcome us back.
1: <laughs> we've been talking about vanity, and we've been away. We've been researching, I think it's probably a bit of a a, a vaguer word to look up as I find out. Um, but let's go to definition district and see what we found out. Um, I found out there were two little descriptions of it. The first one, excessive pride in an ad- in or admiration of one's own appearance or achievements. Another, like someone will be inflated pride in oneself or one's appearance. And the second one was the quality of being worthless or futile. So like the vanity of human wishes or something that. Is vain, empty, or valueless, which I thought was quite like a stark contrast to the first one. But yeah, guys, do you get anything for definition or anything which kind of like piqued your interest in that sense?
0: Yeah, Vanity Fair is a monthly magazine of popular culture, fashion, <laughs> and current affairs, published by Condé Nast in the United States. Constantly, every time I search anything, Vanity Fair came up. Oh.
1: <laughs> Uh,
2: I mean, I w- wouldn't dream of stealing a spotlight with them anything definition-wise, man, that is um, I mean, well and truly coined it. <laughs>
1: ugh, ugh. First, uh, right,
2: so- first sentence on Wikipedia, is, it's, got, it's Johnny, every, every time it's Johnny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a few questions you asked, but really the more just to, to stem some kind of research was how much do we spend, any new conditions, um, like something social media related or whatever about looks. Uh day you go first. So yes yeah,
2: for the for the how much we spend. This is this is actually pretty mental. I don't know if, you, if if you guys looked it up. Obviously, I won't get you to guess, but I did. Yeah, for so yeah, for, just for makeup, it averages two pound thirty nine a day. That's for for average for women spending on makeup and toiletries and stuff, and which yeah, it doesn't sound crazy. It's in the UK. Yeah, and then that, but that's obviously that's eight hundred and seventy two pounds a year. That's you know. It's like, Whoa. I don't know, someone's oh, that's your subscription to... Wait, multiply like that by, day.
0: what, how many million women are of age that they use makeup?
1: Yeah, yeah. also, because I looked at it and it said, like, for women, and also included hair, which is £162 a year or something like that, but did it include, like, men as well? Because, like, there's a huge thing, you know, think of all, like, the makeup tutorials and stuff like that, of, like, it's not just a, a women thing anymore, so I feel like... I didn't know if those stats included. They just had here's how much money is spent on makeup. We've now just averaged women, or whether or not.
0: My stats said that 85% of all healthcare beauty care products are from women. oh ah, no,
2: there so you I go. You yeah, can... I don't think it's, it's yeah. It's more common for men too now. And you wouldn't really get, but I think it's still a
1: predominantly. Oh well, yeah, of course. Yeah, things, but so yeah. yeah, it was more for, like to for the stats. I and mean, these was it the the makeup industry is in the UK is worth 10 billion pounds. She's oh, just. Are you ready? Mad. Yeah. Ready
0: for this? Just because I I was doing a bit of the UK, but then stuff popped up that said how the US spends the most in the world. So this is 2015 number. I don't know why, but in the the US spent in 2015
1: 56.4 billion. The go as beauty just pageants.
0: To, just to give just to give context, the same year medical technology in the US. Was uh, made forty-four billion, and oh. at the high end, estimated costs for cleaning the Great Pacific Garbage Patch is four hundred million. <laughs> oh, four hundred million, <laughs> <laughs> and they spent fifty-six billion on makeup and stuff. Oh man! <laughs> but that does include, I think, cosmetic surgery.
1: Oh, that's fair. Yes, but that y- is expensive. It's that thing as well. Do you know, like sex sells? And but that idea of like entertainment is what we spend money on, not. Anything else? You know, that's why, you know, celebs are millionaires is because we pay them to be millionaires. But yeah, that is just mad.
0: Would you guys like to guess? Just because we're talking about costs, how much? Because this counts as vanity, definitely, is um, cosmetic surgery, right? So, mm. I, I, I had a little, little, little look, cheeky look at um, the costs of cosmetic surgery because I was kind of like, I don't actually know, to be honest. So. Can you guess what an average fee is for
1: boob job?
2: Ooh. I also googled this style. Uh, leave this to
0: you.
1: Uh, Oh, I'm going to say um, £7,000. That's a lot. <laughs> I have no idea what boob jobs include. I mean, I just think surgery. Okay, and that's expensive. No idea what boob jobs include. I was like, I I've got a vague idea what it includes.
2: But Usually two. Um. <laughs> <laughs> two for the price. of I <laughs> get one okay. for I think it is.
0: Well, to ju- okay, okay. the uh, The f- figure I got for an average breast breast augmentation was three point eight thousand dollars. Oh, huh. But this is because these a breast job is actually on the cheaper end.
1: Of, of course, my eggs.
0: my eggs, the more expensive ones. It is feel just like breast jobs thing. sound
1: really weird? <laughs> Just it's because I read breast on my breast screen job. boob job <laughs> like, oh, breast augmentation it just, it just doesn't
2: sound there's something about that that sounds really breast really off. boob augmentation and like an alien's talking about
1: <laughs> it's got to be breast Ooh, job from now on did, did she give you a breast job it sounds
0: like hang on a second actually because tit job is definitely more sexual but then yeah. boob job is definitely more surgical and breast job is maybe at KFC. <laughs>
1: just, yeah. uh, I think you it's should now refer job. to it as a breast job from now on. <laughs> it's I mean, the, it's it's just the breast one. <laughs> it's the breast one. Uh, anyway,
0: yeah. oh yeah. So this is the thing that I found interesting was because stuff to do with like your face is more surgically difficult. Yeah, it's so, way. Much like...
2: much. There's so many little nerves yeah. in your face, and like obviously, if you do anything wrong, it's so noticeable. If you know, if you have like a, yeah, you know, sort of, like, yeah. I feel there's... it's like. <laughs> Do yeah. you know, like when you go
1: to weddings and they have an extra fee because, like, for the hairdresser because it's just the fact you're getting a wedding? So it's like exact same haircut. You're, we're charging you more because it's a wedding. I feel the same thing for ah. facial stuff. You know, like, it's it's not just the difficulty, it's also the pressure. And, like, if you do anything wrong, although you may not, it's like, you no, know, pay me more to do something which means more to you, effectively. I
2: never
0: thought
2: of that. Well, that's just
1: value, right? That's just how
2: much people... <laughs> yeah. You know, like, this is more valuable, so pay me more. That's kind of... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: more, like, if I do this wrong, yeah, like, I, I, I do not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah it's okay. like a haircut. You get the same haircut if you're going to a wedding or not, but they'll charge you more for the wedding because if they get it wrong, they don't. Well, they don't want to get it wrong.
0: Does your face grow back <laughs> if they do it wrong? Whereas I guess the hair grows back.
1: <laughs> you just have a whole other face growing off your face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wait, okay. Just to finish off, in case anyone who's listening actually cares, um, the most expensive <laughs> is a on face. The well, you know, the most expensive is a facelift of about 7.6 thousand. And then you've got things like um, nose reshaping, which is five and a half grand for your nose to be reshaped. Wow. Well, whereas
1: if you had like
0: liposuction, you know, like three and a half. Hmm.
1: You I think I think it's cheaper in the US. I'm going to have a quick look.
2: To be but, fair, it's, it's a all a like like Thailand if you want a cheap, cheap
1: surgery. Because that's here you do. go in the uk breast implant surgery costs around three and a half thousand to eight to eight thousand pounds this does not usually include the cost of consultations or follow-up care you have to pay for the, any follow-up surgery you may need in the future yeah so it's I, vo- I it's volatile, see, not yeah. on the nhs <laughs> <laughs> it can be if um yeah no, okay.
2: either, like, they do like yeah like cleft palate and stuff and if you've got hmm. like if you've got anything that's sort of like disfiguring you can yeah you can get that, yeah, yeah. i was, mean the same with like a, if you're, if you're a lopsided
1: boob jobs and stuff like that breast job sorry uh, that's a lot of, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah because i know like so it's gross. same with so much cosmetic work people go to turkey obviously because one they're super cheap and two they've actually got i think that's part of their tourism for turkey is that the is plastic surgery so they're actually really good at it and they do it cheaply and that's one of their draws that's why loads of people like you know love and kind of things get the veneers or whatever
0: okay okay obviously it's vanity to some in some situations mm. but is it always vanity like if you said like it's a facial disfigurement and you want to go to Turkey to get it sorted because you can't afford it here and here blah blah
1: NHS you'd probably be able to get out if it was deformity same but with that you, like,
0: vanity you're... though that's what I'm saying you know, yeah I I, th- I
2: I personally would draw the line of like it's vanity if if you look like if it's just if it's just something that you know like well it's tricky because obviously what, what matters to you it's hard to say how much that's gonna Vanity
1: but. will yeah. be excessive pride. It's excessive pride, isn't it? Whereas mm. disfiguration is trying to be feel normal, whereas the other one's trying to feel more than normal, I
2: guess. Yeah it'd be, super, okay. be like unrealistic beauty, which is sorry I definitely looked up a bit for this week was sort of the whole like unrealistic beauty standards and like kind of the Instagram culture and all that sort of thing. Go I'm for wondering. it. Mm. Go for it. Doing does I just I just mean it just basically makes Well, as Tony, I don't know if you want to announce it on the podcast as you just told us, but um about the uh you just so um be having a daughter. So obviously. I am, yeah. Cute congratulations, mate. One congratulations And also, up. let me terrify you about
1: having a daughter. <laughs> oh man,
2: yeah. No, there's stuff, yeah, obviously there's a yeah, like sort of teenage girls and the now the pressure on of, from these sort of, you know, society of these Instagram models and everything else and it's it's uh I don't know, it's pretty terrifying. I think. And I it definitely looks what like we were just we were sort of messing around with the filters on them um, on Facebook today, right? We just you know I think that's sort of the could be on the cusp
1: for something a bit more mm bit more sinister. I mean, bit, I think filters... Is it, have, have you seen any of, like... Um, I, I've seen it for, like, particularly in Asian Deep videos fakes. of, like, how aggressive the filters are there to what they'll make you look like. I think here, very much augmentating your face and making you look extra, whereas I've seen some, and you'll see some, they don't even look like the same person anymore, yet that is their standard filter they'll use all the time to make themselves look that certain way. And, like, that's, like... you. I mean, if you ever on the subreddit botched surgeries or stuff like that, you'll see a lot of the comments are all about body dysmorphia, and it's not you know like whether you've got huge filler lips, huge boobs to the point where they just look ridiculous, and it's like anorexia. It's body dysmorphia, and it's it's not about you. You know, it's maybe like what you, you see is not what people see. That's yeah, so maybe you want to correct your deep. teeth, maybe you want to get more hair, maybe you want to make your boobs a bit bigger, but to a point where it stops being that it's where you can't stop kind of thing like oh it's like an addiction or something like that and it's where you don't feel your body looks right and you, you know yeah there's definitely that, that clear difference mm-hmm. between um
0: just like to to add to the point of all of this um i must have mentioned to you guys that my phone that i got i got a xiaomi a2 light and it uh i got it about two three years ago and for, when i first started taking photos with it I was like, oh, cool, this camera's really good. And then I was playing around with my parents and I was like, ah, take take a picture with me because, look, it's got this portrait mode and it's got this other stuff. And then we started looking at the photos and I was like, this is kind of strange. Like, they look a bit odd, but I'm not sure why. And it turned out that it automatically beautified me. Mm, And I was like, I'm sure I I haven't shaved today because I'd look at it and it, like... You haven't got any stubble, and I was like, "I'm so confused." And it turns out it just it's just editing before. If I wouldn't, if I hadn't actually cared or looked, I wouldn't have even known. So imagine kids growing up and like that technology is just bam, it's there. That's what you look yeah. like. Imagine if every mirror in your house didn't tell you the truth, like. Well, how would you know? Yeah, right?
1: I because mean, yes, phones do that as well. Because like they want you oh, when I take a picture with this phone, I look better than when I take a picture with that phone. Yeah. And like, you know, that's the, probably the reason why they want to leave it on automatically. Because you get a new phone, look how good the camera is, look how good I look. And it's like, no, we're kind of lying to you, by the way. So you like our cap- yeah, well, like product.
2: Well, everyone had, the, you know, AR glasses or something in the not the years in the future. Because obviously, Apple glasses are going to be a thing, I think, in the next year or two. And then, yeah, I mean, having that and then mirrors in your house, and then you just you always look however much, however they reflect whatever you are. Obviously, oh. you go crazy, you can have avatars, right, basically instead of your, instead of what you actually love. Yeah, that would No, be but mad, it's the
0: subtlety it? that really gets you, right, the subtlety. You're I like think...
2: okay, we've been married for a few years now, darling, should we, should we take the glasses off?
1: <laughs> well, <what am laughs> oh, I my my oh my God! Oh my God! You're
0: not an angel, demon, dragon
1: slayer. <laughs> you're actually a 50-year-old man. Oh. <laughs> so,
0: okay, I've got a question for you to do the vanity and also these filters and stuff. If, if you live in a world, i.e., pre the invention of glass, and you only have water as a mirror, like you know, you don't have mirrors to hand, are people vain? Do you I mean, the past s- by
2: that, that world, <laughs> but I mean, so you're saying were people vain in the past? Or are you Not saying that they we were they
0: hand? vain as a person? You know, obviously people still wear clothes and stuff, but as in, okay, obviously that's what my question was actually. But like, as in, be. are you vain about like your face? That's what I meant.
1: Yeah. Do you know, like if you're you still feel yourself walking down the street and what effect you may have on others don't you that self-awareness so i feel that would always be linked i think it's just because we're not able to check it they would not be able to check it as often like you could only look in still water you'd be like this is what i look like but that's about it (laughs) you know but so what i'm getting is that
0: do you care about your face maybe you just care about your other stuff Mm. but your face doesn't even come into it like it's like if i said i judged you on the back of your hands You'd be like, What? Like they're just the back of my hand, it doesn't matter. Mm. I don't you should care about the necklaces I'm wearing, obviously. But like mm. maybe mm. as it so much it. about their faces, but now they do care about their faces.
2: That's yeah. what I mean. But you must have seen that like meme of that like uh, portrait of Philip the Handsome, right? Like, from the fifteen hundreds. I was like, damn, standards were a lot lower back then because, like is <laughs> the the title of the portrait is Philip the Handsome and it's just like this what by by our standards it's just a really ugly dude.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> this, you know. Um but yeah.
0: I'm gonna Google it right now.
1: Yeah, no, me too. Yeah, no. Oh.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, like it's obviously the painter's depiction as well, but that's a, quite a nose on him. For the, <laughs> for the listeners out there, he has oh a, dear a, a, a dead cut fringe, with a mop of brown, lifeless hair, and a really large nose, and slender hands. It. Slender hands. But yeah, tell me about the back
2: of his hands
1: as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, no.
0: Um, I went through. I researched about fashion through the ages oh yeah go for it it go for it i started off with ancient times which is quite interesting because uh they were saying how basically fashion didn't really start until fairly recently in human history because you just passed clothes down clothes were of value your status was in your group or your society like you didn't really need to change clothes fashion was more to do with tradition and not novelty like, tradition mm. was valued. And so the changes in clothing would literally take hundreds of years, which I can't even comprehend. That's, like, <laughs> multiple generations of wearing exactly the same thing and ever so slightly someone's like, I think big collars could be cool, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, like, your great-grandchildren, like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, You're cause...
2: wearing the same thing that you stitched back <laughs> up again.
1: Or... Was it yeah, used in the thing. loom for, like, how yeah, fabric so... can be made? Like I guess because you'd be like, man, clothing is so hard. I'd really not have to like to never have to make this ever again. Like we'll do it once. And man, I'm not doing it for anyone else. I well, just I keep. Think in Victoria, I think
2: in Victorian they were like um, in the winters because obviously they're so cold. I didn't have like heating the same way we do now. They used to just sew kids into their like winter sort of onesies basically they used to sew them into these clothes and then they just get them off in the spring so they you like you know, wear the same like effectively onesie thing for an imagine this smell <laughs> yeah exactly oh. i mean that's what's funny we say imagine the smell now but like imagine the smell of just like life back then like oh, yeah. sort of you know so probably, probably longer ago than victoria but yeah like you know before sewage isn't it like, that, that that kind of smell would you'd not have even noticed someone
1: like who you know yeah. smelled bad that would just Freddie, you oh, were yeah. saying about, like, um, passing on clothes. Um. Oh,
0: because that was the that was the first part of the fashion history I looked up. And then the rest of it starts from the 50s, really. And it just basically was saying how... So the 1950s? Like,
1: like, that early? That, that late? No.
0: Well, there, there's obviously fashion in Tudor times and Victorian times and stuff, but the thing is that the, the time span is so great. The accessibility between, of clothes,
2: basically, is like that. That's what uh, you need to have, the, to explode, mm. to have fashion.
0: Yeah. So then I kind of have to talk about actual like modern concept of vanity because the clothing and stuff of vanity isn't the same back then because like in Middle Ages and Victorian times and Tudor times and obviously I'm just naming like UK time history, there's also all over the world time Cowboys? <laughs> Cowboys. Cowboy time and, you know, you before know, four time.
1: Dinosaurs? <laughs> dinosaurs? Um, um, dinosaur fashion was very different. You see?
0: Because like, They had feathers, mate. They all had feathers though. Exactly. All the class systems were kind of like, you're already in the class. So you're only vain within that class. But if you're wearing those clothes, you're already in that class. So it's not mm. the same kind of vanity. Whereas now it's like exploded. Yeah. So yeah, 1950s it said, uh, this is obviously mainly for women. This article, sorry. was updo hair, small boobs and cat eye makeup. And then it comes to the 60s with your back combed beehives and your fake lashes. Suddenly into the swent the 70s <laughs> with long flicked out hair, minimal bronzed makeup. These are also kind of like stereotypes of the eras. Obviously, there's like other stuff going on. Then you got to the 80s, where you've got bigger boobs, perms, and heavy foundation. The 90s, much bigger boobs. And at the same time, conversely, the kind of ultra-thin stick model concept hmm. both came out of this kind of time. Plats in your hair, smudged eyeliner. And then the noughties, you got fringes and... <laughs> Uh, Victoria's Secret Rising for like slightly healthier models but still really thin and unhealthy <laughs> um, thin <laughs> eyebrows and rosy cheeks so it's kind of interesting to see like these pictures that I was watching like how makeup changed in in kind of like stereotypical mm. um, decades
1: that's really cool yeah. I was just thinking do you know, like for people who like tattoo eyebrows and you just it's fine if you tattoo them thin because you just can make them bigger but you just hope for like Eyebrows go through fashions as well. I always think like <laughs> so. If you get them actual tattooed on, you just gotta hope you chose the right one. <laughs> um, and then it reminded me also of Moana, like a little detail on on the songs of where it's their ancestors who are on the ship sailing. They have no tattoos, and it's only after they make land do they start having tattoos. And that's kind of like you know, you know like the Maori culture where they have lots of tattoos and stuff. And it's a thing of nice little touch because when you're sailing, you've got no supplies to make tattoos. You know. But it's only when you get to land, you've got things like ink and like tools and needles and whatever.
0: Squid cool.
1: ink, question mark? Hmm, yeah, somewhat. I'm guessing you're probably not, you mainly focus on sailing rather than, you know, downtime. Hard guys, focus on <laughs> sailing, stop stabbing each other. <laughs> <sighs> yeah,
2: I mean... We have one motto on this ship, focus on sailing. <laughs> it's a pretty stop good motto look so good. far. Yeah isn't that a weird
0: concept though actually about the tattoos that like i mean tattoos have gone through phases of what they mean right Mm. and then like in more recent history but not now like tattoos are a big sign of people who've been to prisons hashtag prison episode um but like that was something that they did in prisons for like maybe status or like as in also because you're bored and also because it's something to do and i don't know like there's probably a lot to it that i'm not touching on Mm. but then when you come out and then people are like Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> now people are covered in tattoos, and people, like, grandparents, are like, what the hell's going on? You look like you've just come out of a prison. It's like, no, 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 Dick Grandad, it's cool.
1: It was like, uh, it was, the, the starts were like, uh, I'm sure my, my nine, she's like 96, and hers like, my sister's got loads of tattoos, and she's like, oh, they're so ugly, she, it's quite funny. She openly says, like I don't like your ties, they're ugly. <laughs> um But so for her, because of the time, the only time you would get tattoos would be from sailors, and so that kind of like you know, sailors and prostitutes effectively that's the that you get the Jerry Sailor style from. And then I was watching Guy Martin in Japan, and that was like uh, Japan, the tattoos in Japan again aren't really a big thing because they're hugely influenced by the Yakuza and the fact of like, so usually tattoos are related to gangs. So it seems that tattoos well, unless you look at married people where it's actually the part of their culture, but it seems some more Western kind of stuff. Tattoos come from sailors. I guess people you're not usually in the common public, so sailors, gangs, you know, prison, whatever. And only now are they becoming a lot more socially acceptable and more just like commonplace.
0: Yeah, I've heard there's areas of Japan that you're not allowed to go if you have tattoos openly.
1: Yeah, really gotta cover that's up.
0: That's
2: true, but I've heard So, so how would you look back to vanity, how would you say like with the um do you think tattoos, like obviously you guys are both got tattoos, do you think that there's an element of vanity with them or were they more. So you've got the cute got little
1: matching ones, that, that, that was more like the of Yeah! Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah! I about that. Well, I think that's always <laughs> it for like. Some people tattoos are. They only have a tattoo if it means something. Other ones, tattoos are. Yeah, you're right. Like that, the vanity in the sense of like, you know, you're just body modding. This is makes yourself look cool or or to the thing that you like the look of it and you want to print it on your body effectively. Uh, yeah, I would definitely say. Tattoo and body rod is usually for some sake of vanity, though. You know, you're thinking about, I want to make myself look cool, or I want to have this put on me, and it's separate to the meaning side, I'd say. Mm.
2: Well, that's like the classic where it goes on your body rod right, as well, because that's obviously, if it's someone that you actually see mm. every day, then yeah, it's probably more for you. If it's on your back, or whatever, it's like, well,
1: clearly like, you do
2: that for someone else to look at. Right? Yeah,
1: and I definitely think the more public a tattoo, more likely it is for show purposes than anything mm. else. You know, usually it's not going to be like a commemorative neck tattoo for your mum, is it? Um, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm not saying you can't do that, but I I would be surprised if the first tattoo someone gets is on the neck and it's for the mum. I guess like now
0: it's getting more normal. I would like now I would believe, but I wouldn't have believed before if someone got like hand tattoos and someone said to me that they had this hand tattoo that I just got it because I liked it. That no, wasn't really for much of a purpose. Hmm. Only now would I kind of believe that. Yeah. Back, back a while ago, I'd be like, if you're getting a hand tattoo, <laughs> you're, you're, you're <laughs> saying to the world, look, I've got tattoos.
1: One thing I did find, it was, it was a study, which is really cool. It was started in 1992 and the by Emily Grijalva, or Grijalva, I'm a... Um, <laughs> Good childhood does <laughs> doesn't sound. Let roll off the tongue. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it was a twenty-three year long study, which I thought was really cool. I, I was looking up vanity, and what came up was narcissism. So I was like, mm, I can get that. And it wasn't about narcissists, but they had a group of. It was originally four hundred eighty-six, eighteen, like college students, about eighteen years old. They did the follow-up study twenty-three years years later with two hundred thirty-seven of those original four hundred, about near five hundred. What it was, it was done on general narcissism and vanity. And yeah, so you'd be 18 when it started, and then they catch up with you when you're 41. And I don't know, something about that kind of feels like it's really put a thing of being like, we're studying you for 23 years of your life. Hey, last time we saw you you were 18, now you're 41. How do you feel? (laughs) I feel it'd be like, oh, geez. At least Um,
0: check up on them every five years or something (laughs) to get like a, a chart going. Yeah,
1: but they found an overall narcissism declined over time as did the three narcissism traits, which they said. It was vanity, leadership, and entitlement. They said leadership's really one of the most, like, the least pathological, which I always think narcissism, negative, but leadership, positive? But they really related to maturity. So people become more conscientious, agreeable, and emotionally stable, uh, less anxious and depressed from young adult, adulthood to middle age. They, their One of their quotes was, our findings are relevant because narcissism is the antith- antithesis of maturity about three percent of people in the study actually showed an increase obviously it's quite some more sample size when you think about it but i think they're really trying to get like a more of a general gist so like another <laughs> quote was some remained just as narcissistic at age 41 as they had been when they were 18 years old and the way they said it kind of makes you feel like they were like throwing shade at him being like you're 18 and you're kind of a douche and 41 are still a bit of a d-
0: like like in their 40s fake tan fake <laughs> hair they're stood on the beach you can see they've had the tummy tuck and the facelift male and female and you're like <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it's funny because they said as well Good they were surprised that with age leadership decreased so you'd usually think like you'd get better as you get older for that leadership kind of role or whatever or at least people thinking about that but one thing it did say is advantage associated with better physical health but poor romantic relationships. Effectively, you're probably more aware of your body. So at people who are 41 who are more narcissistic, usually were better health because they probably looked after themselves because they were more aware of it. However, they had a higher divorce rate. So it goes to show that, well, it, it could be... You find someone third. else who
2: loves you as much as you love yourself,
1: then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the... Ch- But they did say narcissistic young adults were more likely to end up in supervisory jobs 23 years later, suggesting that selfish, arrogant individuals are rewarded with more powerful organisational roles. Which is always a nice little thing. So, kid, if you think about yourself, you'll get far. (laughs) But you may get divorced, but you will have a healthier body.
0: I wonder if that's like a natural human thing to have, kind of like i don't know it's like the decline of people who want to kind of be leaders Does that makes sense mm. like as you get older fewer people care so much about leading but there are yeah. still a few but there's just fewer so it's kind of less competition when you're old
1: if you stayed in the role you you're so do you know like they had a general decrease in narcissism if you stayed in a leadership role throughout that time they tend to have less of a reduction so effectively when you're in power you kind of keep that kind of thought which I guess you kind of, you cannot, you'd have to, but I guess it makes you better for the job if it needs to be whatever. But the biggest thing, Absolutely. which I liked from it, here it is. And so do you know what like you're saying about the younger generation? Like, oh, are they more narcissistic, stuff like this? And they found that actually they would, they would be able to say that it's not that the new generation is more narcissistic. It's that all generations are. And then you decrease with age and you forget that you were... And it's just... So it's actually... It's not that the new generation is worse. It's that we've just forgotten that... Well, they've just forgotten that they were just like that when they were younger. And I, For me to while on, I'd definitely say internet and everything being public and everything shared. Like, there's so much stuff as a kid, I'm glad, never got fully shared. And there's some stuff which did get shared. And I'm like, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> um, it's only going to get last, worse. So I think... The last generation. Yeah, because if Jeez. you think, like, kids used to be, like not really heard as much but with the internet everything everyone's heard everyone's got a platform so yeah i definitely think that's probably more of an awareness of younger people and what they're up to like influencing or whatever
0: that was a really cool study I, hmm. i'm glad you read that read
1: yeah it, so yeah. she emily Grijalva, or however you pronounce it um she's done a load of studies on narcissism i was like i looked up a, it was an article first then i tried looking up the study and i was like wow there's loads just her name all with narcissism in it <laughs> I mean, like I know this is yeah.
2: She is, yes. A doctor and Instagram model. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure I just wanted oh, yeah. to
0: um, add a tiny little thing on the kind of like short term version of what you're saying about decrease. Um, an interesting point that was taken from a study of how long people take to get ready in the morning oh. uh, is that it declines throughout the week like on average (laughs) you stop caring 76 minutes on a monday down to 19 minutes on a friday if you're going to work no way you you get faster and faster but this is on average of a survey of i don't know how many
2: until work from home came about and it's zero minutes on a monday zero minutes on a friday (laughs) turned your camera off
0: yeah exactly and then you go out for that one time in two years and you're like oh my god
1: Uh, so Alice have you got anything more to follow up or Freddie any little extra tidbits or are we kind of going to be wrapping up
2: I, there was the thing about yeah how Instagram models are like a new new breed of person right almost mm, yeah you're, totally, you're interesting. you're totally right
1: yeah okay. it was yeah
2: sort of I mean it, it was the interesting kind of like the, the balance between the the kind of dichotomy was between the me too movement and then also this kind of like the signalling sort of saying like girls dressing up like that to you know to show that, that they look good and then obviously what that does entail invariably in terms of attracting people to them yeah then obviously there's that but then it's equally obviously there's the whole me too stuff and it's all you know women should be able to go out and dress however they want and mm. men shouldn't shouldn't be sort of lusting after them in, in, especially not sort of avert or anything so yeah it's sort of a, 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 a i don't know what you guys your thoughts are on that yeah in terms of...
1: i think a good i always like a thing of saying like um, in a school of where a, a teacher i mean this could whether it's true or not i think you can probably it's a good point to make of like a teacher um or a girl gets a note home from the head teacher what of saying, um, your daughter is wearing her skirt too short and we don't think this is going to be good for the male teachers or whatever. And what's that signalling is kind of being like, so as a male teacher, you're not able to not think about a child sexually, like keep it in your pants, man. You know, you're an adult. It shouldn't be, why should it be that you have to change something around you rather than just change yourself to be like, actually, I'm not going to react to that. I'm going to actually be, you know keeping control of my own emotions kind of thing mm-hmm. rather than saying oh we can't trust a guy to not do something so we're gonna to have to oh. change somebody else because of it if you know what yeah, I mean. not
0: change the guy change the girl which, yeah and that's but, you know the same thing that of, happens a lot in in other things too narcissism yeah. and all sorts of parts of the life where it's like ah, oh, they're doing this thing and they shouldn't do it because it makes me
1: feel uncomfortable <laughs> it's like yeah. um, check yourself <laughs> yeah totally um, I mean, it could be a controversial thing. I don't know. I mean, I definitely feel like, I think my kind of cliche thought of some over-sexualized guy is somebody who's like, for, oh, I want to see a girl naked, I don't really care how. And then you have, like, then the new wave of stuff, which is like, WAP, and stuff like that, which is super over-sexualized woman. Song. WAP. WAP, not yeah, WAP. It's... Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I feel that's super over-sexualized woman, but I kind of feel like it's, almost like a I'm free to do what I want be who I want to be which is brilliant I completely agree with that but at the same time it's so much to a point where I just feel like you're only feeding into the, the cliche guy thing where you're like you're giving the guy exactly what he wants now by almost like it's to say from a conspiracy it's point it's of like view we owning it but yeah yeah the conspiracy point of view would be like the patriarchy has fooled you into believing that you have now got your freedom to do what the patriarchy wanted you to do anyway if you don't know I mean <laughs> so it's <was> like <laughs> yeah. we want you naked now we're going there to make you believe that you going. want to be yeah, naked yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I I'm, think I'm, I think that
2: is, yeah. I mean, like it does also border. I think like it's like sort of you've got to just be pragmatic like about the safety of it, right? Because at the end of the day, mm. you know, especially it's all about as a father of a daughter or you know, just like friends who, or women. Have, you 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 know, you as as a, as a man who doesn't go around, you know, it's easy to say, oh, oh well, it, sh- yeah, obviously it should be that, but the fact that it that it is obviously, it's it's yeah, it's a problem that needs. Yeah, to be, I needs think to be it's in, but it's, I, it's it's kind of like that's the way it is. Let's let's do what we can to make societal changes happen and be in the right direction with that. But equally, you can't just be like running around as, as if nothing's yeah. not a problem because it shouldn't be a problem. You know, like you have to be realistic about what the problem Do you, are
1: do you want a good example would be of like, say you're going to a different part of the world from your own, and then, oh, when you come, or say for like a woman going to like a Middle Eastern country, or like a, a strictly thing, you're like, you've got to cover your hair and you've got to do this, otherwise you're actually in danger. But like, I should have my own free will and freedom to not have to do that. And like, you are completely right you should be but unfortunately where we're going you're going to have to do that I think that's a bit more extreme when you say come to the you know when you're going on a night out a girl's just wearing like short skirt and whatever else she shouldn't have to feel like she's going to be attacked by a guy but I guess mine's more of a possibly hyperbole but it's being aware that somewhere meeting in the middle of we should act the way we want to live but at the same time being aware that there's still dangers out there and that's not fair for the person Mm -hmm but unfortunate part of life. So yeah. it's not how the way it should be, but it is the way it is. It's difficult. So um I think we'll wrap it up there though and for the the yeah, second best part of the show, which is the first part of being definition of course. We're going to have a, a my uh, little bucks. So I've got three. I've got them loaded <laughs> up. I've got them ready and waiting, but I'm not going to say three. I'm going to let you choose. So you either got so spicy, spicy fungus, and when I want to say spicy. I mean nuclear. Uh, we've got PTS, almost something to to help alongside it, or the longest man-made structure. There's uh, got three things. So we're saying fungus, PTS, or long things.
0: I
2: guess one or two. Um, yeah, PTS. I don't even know
1: what you're talking about. So that sounds interesting. Right. Three. Okay. So two PTS. So this is a fun thing. It was a start of a study, which they kind of they need to do more of because it seems like quite a cool thing. And it was, PTSD symptoms can be prevented by Tetris in the emergency department. That was their clincher headline. And they found that... Um... Sorry, can you go
2: back? What, what is PTSD? I'm... Oh, sorry.
1: Post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay. PTSD. PTSD, PTSD. PTSD. Sorry. Yeah. PTSD. PTSD. But, but when you take away the Post D, it's tra- meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. PTSD. Yeah. So um, uh, what they found is it was only like an... It's effectively like an initial study, but it's like a promising one of... um. It helps to reduce flashbacks if if Tetris is played within six hours of the event. So the study was only done over a week, so they still need more long-term kind of studies on it. But the thought is that because a game is a visual aspect, um, this disrupts your memory consolidation process. So effectively, if you have like a car crash, traumatic event, the idea would be to possibly implement something when you're in the emergency room to be like, have something to, which is visual like Tetris or a little game. And effectively, rather than you having these flashbacks later in life of where you keep memorising this whole event, which is horrible, you actually had something at that time which just messes up that little process. So you're less likely to have flashbacks in the future, which I think is just a really cool thing. like a little study, needs to be done longer, but a case of, how cool is that? The idea of like you'd have it in an emergency room of someone's just had a really traumatic event, and in the future, which can help prevent flashbacks, which is obviously a big issue of PTSD... Could be something as simple as play a little game on your phone, and that will like change something.
0: Yeah, that's that? That's yeah, that's.
1: I'd actually rather know about that than the world's longest mammal structure. We're doing. Uh, actually, I don't think you did. <laughs> well, no, that's a really cool thing. But the the Mamea structure, it's really good. It's really good. I'll tell you. Like, are you gonna you to wait. Wait three weeks. Then, or are you gonna, no, we can't hear. No, yeah. it's another week. Well, another three weeks. Sorry, guys. Oof. Well, uh, on that, um, on that little, little. A little nugget of truth um, I'm gonna say goodbye and that has been me I'm Johnny thank you it's been Alistair over there hello no it's goodbye or thank you oh, sorry. but goodbye. too late too no, late Freddie
0: hello <laughs> well then
1: and it's a hello from me thank you We're Thank you for listening to no idea yet if you like the show you can always follow us on instagram it's no idea yet podcast and if you have any comments information you thought we missed or recommendations for the future drop us an email on no idea at gmail.com stay tuned every saturday when we drop a new episode and thank you for listening